You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hey, 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 AP. Well, hey, Murph. We're pretty excited today to be able to help our guests share a big announcement on today's podcast. Are you ready? I am more than ready. This is so exciting. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it. The Ragbri documentary is getting closer to completion. And May 4th is the first opportunity you'll have to see the film on the red carpet. On the red carpet. This is so exciting. Um, We have a couple of guests on today, Kelsey and Courtney. They took a dream and turned it into reality, and this is going to be so exciting. Yeah. So just before we get into it, I wanted to do a little formal bio of Kelsey and Courtney, and I'm going to start with Kelsey. And she, Kelsey Kramer has been making photos and videos for Iowa's largest newspaper, the Des Moines Register, which I'm hoping you're all familiar with, <laughs> since 2013. And she's earned three regional Emmys for her video work at the paper, which yeah. is incredible. Yes, it is. Yeah. So she's also a proud graduate of Iowa State University, uh, their Greenlee School of Journalism and Communication. So that's pretty cool. Yes. And then with Kelsey Kramer, we have Courtney Crowder. Yeah. And so Courtney Crowder is the Iowa columnist over at the Des Moines Register and also a senior writer at Mm -hmm. the Des Moines Register. Um, She tells human stories with an investigative eye and a narrative touch. So her storytelling is really top notch. It's really incredible. If you haven't read any of her articles, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a graduate of New York University, and she previously worked for the Chicago Tribune, which is another cool paper. What, so. a, what a great team. Like, it was so fun to sit down with these two, like, live and, A, hear their story, but also feel their passion, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're so into it. And what better people to tell the story. So I'm excited for you to hear the interview. Okay. So like you said, May 4th on the red carpet, well, should we tell the listeners where it's going to take place? And then of course, Kelsey and Courtney will say it again. Yeah. So it'll be at the varsity theater here in Des Moines. And that's a historic theater in the Drake neighborhood. Very cool opportunity. They recently renovated it. So it's just incredible. And that'll be on May 4th, which is star Wars day. (laughs) <laughs> may the fourth be with you right that's right yeah exactly so and i think we do say that in the podcast also so sorry about that <laughs> sorry, but not actually sorry. right now is the time that if you're listening and you're going to be in des moines on may 4th you can go to the website and learn more about the documentary and also get tickets to see the show that's right and that the website where you can go and you can learn more about the documentary and get your tickets is DesMoinesRegister.com slash Ragbri Documentary. So pretty straightforward. DesMoinesRegister.com slash Ragbri Documentary. Yes. And of course, Kelsey and Courtney will be at the premiere. All these other people from the actual documentary will be there. And also, Andrea Parrott. (laughs) Yes, and Kathy Murphy. (laughs) Yes, we will be there. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. So I can't wait to see all the people that have been in the documentary and meet a couple of the ones I don't know already and um, just see their the fruition of all their hard work over the last year yes. and I can't wait for you guys to all hear all you listeners to hear a little bit more about everything they really go into what it takes to make a documentary which is 
spoiler alert, a lot. A lot, yes. Okay, <laughs> so again, the date is May 4th. You can get more information, watch the trailer, get tickets at com slash documentary. And then, AP, you wanted to do a quick plug before we listen to Kelsey and Courtney's interview, right? I did, yeah, because we've had a couple more messages, and as people get uh, ready for RAGBRAI and we get near ever closer to RAGBRAI, we have a lot of newbie questions coming in, and I just wanted to make sure that if you have a burning question about RAGBRAI or anything involving training or cycling, um, you know how to get a hold of us and leave a message uh, with your question. So our RAGBRAI 101 hotline is... 515-303-0385 and you just call in with a question and you leave a message you don't actually have to talk to a human and we'll answer your question uh quote unquote live on the air yes and we have received quite a few um questions and comments and calls so far so Mm -hmm. stay tuned you will get we will get to hear them on a future podcast Yeah. And don't worry. Don't let that scare you away that we've already received a lot. We want to know what people are wondering about. So if we receive multiple questions about the same thing, that's awesome because then we know that we're actually being helpful. So agreed. Okay. Let's listen to Kelsey and Courtney. Well, listeners, we have a treat for you today. Yes, we do. How are you today? I'm fantastic. It's a little chilly in this office here, but you know what? It's keeping me awake. And you know what's cool is we're on multiple episodes now where we are in the same place at the same time. I know. It's a delight. It's really a delight. delight. Hopefully it's a delight for the listeners too. But more importantly, we have guests today and we've got, or they have, super exciting news. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So let's go back to, it's. it has to have been probably a year ago, maybe a little bit less than a year ago. I'm in the middle of Texas trying to ride my bike across America, and you are interviewing these two guests at that time. That's right. And it was the 200th Just Go Bike episode. <gasps> was it really? Yeah. So it was a special time in all of our lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, without further ado, let's uh, have our guests introduce themselves, and we'll go from there. All right. Hello. I'm Kelsey Kramer. I'm the photo editor at the Des Moines Register. Hello, Kelsey. And I am fellow alliterative name haver Courtney Crowder, and I am the <laughs> Iowa columnist at the Des Moines Register. Yay, yeah. welcome, guys. Thank How's you it so going? Much for having us. Very, very excited because we have some really big news that we're dropping on this podcast. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. They're yeah. dropping it on the podcast. Yeah. So since we have last spoken, a whole creation has been born the Ragbri documentary called Shift and. I'll let you spill the beans about the big news. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Tickets are on sale starting (gasps) on March 31st for the premiere of the documentary. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. So there's going to be a premiere? Like people can go see it live? Yes, we, we would love for people to go see it live. The premiere, the exclusive premiere event will be May 4th. At 7 p.m. at the Varsity Theater here in Des Moines. Oh, yeah. my god! And I have heard tell that there's going to be a literal red carpet at this event. So, I mean, it's a big deal. That's Absolutely. what I've heard, too. Also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, not just the carpet, but the culmination of a over a year of hard work and just this really awesome documentary that we're going to talk about more today. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Yeah, like, this is probably a long time coming, right? Yeah. So long. Very much like a long time coming. Um, so we are super excited to announce that today. 
on the DuBoisRegister.com, you can learn a little bit more about the subjects of the film. We'll yeah. also talk about them here in a minute. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then you can visit the Varsity Cinemas website to purchase tickets to that exclusive premiere event. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so there may be listeners out there that, A, don't realize there's a Rag Bride documentary called Shift, which I'm sad if that's the case. Right. They need to make sure they get online and watch the trailer because it's awesome. Yeah. But should we maybe... Um, you know, a year ago when we had this very podcast interview with you two, it was just a vision, right? Like you would probably had countless hours of figuring out what to do, but how did you go from that vision to a premiere? I mean, I'll back it up even more. I think that truly like the germ of the idea starts when Kelsey and I separately are on RAGBRAI for our first time doing RAGBRAI for years. Um, But it was heart of the pandemic, uh, probably May 2020, where Kelsey called me and said, I really want to talk to you about this idea for a RAGBRAI documentary. Starbucks was closed to in-dining seating. Um, So we had to go find a park sort of shelter to go sit in and talk about it. And that was the first time that you know, outside of our own minds, we really shared and discussed what the possibilities could be. And yeah. and um, I assume I know the answer, but were you discussing some sort of documentary to celebrate something? Like, was it literally to celebrate 50 years or was there some other vision you had? I mean, it was to celebrate RAGBRAI and, you know, 50 years is a really good sort of excuse for that. We knew that was coming and we knew we needed to do something ahead of that time. And so this was a really, you know, a good opportunity to start talking about this big project and this really great storytelling opportunity. And how does, you know, deciding that you're going to do a documentary, you know, we all know we're all connected via RAGBRAI, but how does that connect to your roles of your everyday job? Well, as a photojournalist for the register, I mean, I am telling stories through photos and video all the time. And I had I had this desire to find a story to tell that was larger. I really wanted an opportunity to make a documentary. Um, and so, again, right, the 50th anniversary of RAGBRAI was a really good opportunity, especially for the Des Moines Register. I mean, why? Of course, we are the people who should be doing this. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. No question. Can you imagine if AP and I did a documentary? <laughs> Don't imagine. Oh my god! Like, please, it would be TikToks and Reels in front of Casey's, <laughs> just like so much breakfast pizza. Yeah. So, um, and how about you, Courtney? And my job at the Des Moines Register is really to be a senior writer who taps into the human experience, um, which sounds much fancier than it really is, truly. But it was taking Kelsey's sort of idea for Ragbride documentary and thinking about. How do we tell a story that stands the test of time? So it's not a story about 50 years of RAGBRAI or about this specific celebration. It is about the people and the places that populate the ride. And so it sort of starts with Kelsey having this desire to use her skills in photo and video to tell a a longer story, to break through the newspaper sort of four-minute top video and then it moves to okay well what is the actual story what's that deeper universal truth to this thing that has survived 50 years and yeah. then that's where I came in and, and we've been collaborating ever since then yeah 
I feel like with 50 Years of Ragbri, a lot of the, I mean, it is sort of the story of 50 Years of Ragbri in that only a ride with this much history and culture could build up stories of this quality that you're sharing and like that have such a deep impact in these people's lives. I mean, it's it's like nothing else and their stories are like nothing else as well. So I feel like in a way it is sort of the story of the 50th in its uh, scope. I don't know how to say that better than that, but. No, I, I think that's true. I think one of the things that we run up against, right, is like, oh, this is a story about Ragbri, meaning it's sort of like the biographies that oh, I've seen sure. on PBS. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to tell me how this started with some light violin music in the background <laughs> and we're going to go through the years and then we'll arrive here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that is not what this is, right? Yeah. This is not about Ragbri in the sense of the, the, the what and when but it is yeah. about Ragbri in the yeah. sense of the why. It is the personal narratives that drive this thing that allow it to last 50 years, like yeah. you say. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. But it is, that is the story. Yeah. That is the story. Exactly, yeah. The the feeling that you get participating in it, mm-hmm. the the, val- the personal value that you have as yeah. a, a writer or just a participant otherwise. So me, as somebody who's ridden Ragbri many times, I think we were talking about this the other day, AP and I, and I think I'm at like 31-ish years. I don't know. It's been a long time. So I have a lot of passion and personal experiences with Ragbri. And of course, Andrea, you've ridden Ragbri, you work for Ragbri, you live and breathe Ragbri most days, right? That's right. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to be representing people who are listening to this podcast and people who want to go see the documentary is like, so how do you guys, you know, come about being part of this? You know, you both said you have experience as far as working for Ragbri, whether it's articles or stories or photography. Um, and I, you briefly mentioned that you've written Ragbri. So no, okay. No, You've sorry. been part of Ragbri. We've been Just part of covered, yeah, we covered cover Ragbri. Okay. So you have to when <laughs> okay. when you work for the register, you have to work it. <laughs> which doesn't mean that you get to ride it often. So sure. neither of us have actually put bike wheels to trail, but working eighteen hours a day filing for Oh yeah. We have been there. We have oh, been yeah. there. You definitely yeah. know Ragbri. Okay. Yeah. So then that brings me that was long winded, yeah. but my question was your involvement with Ragbri over the years, how have you, how do you feel like that put you in a place where you could create a documentary? So I have worked at the register. This is my 10th year. And so thank you. So I have covered, I've been a part of our coverage of Ragbri for a decade now, you know? So I, I mean, when I am covering Ragbri, uh, you know, it's often I'm arriving at the ride and it's early in the morning and I've driven down a gravel road to meet up with the ride and I get my cameras out and I walk up to the road and it takes minutes before someone bikes by and shouts, Hey, Kelsey. So like, (laughs) you know, so I feel very connected to Ragbri. I feel, it doesn't feel like this massive ride because I've been a part of it for so many years. Um, And that's also, I think why doing a story about Ragbri made so much sense. Um, And then Courtney talks about this so much better than I do. So I'll start to say it, but she will say it much better. But, you know, the whole the whole idea of Ragbri was, you know, um, that John Karras and Donald Call wanted to go into the state of Iowa and tell stories about the people and places on the ride. Right. As they traveled across the state. And and that's also what we're doing. That's what it is. Yes. 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. And John Karras and Donald Call believed that the story of Iowa existed on gravel roads and in town squares. They believed that the story of Iowa was looking people in the eyes and getting close to the ground. And that's what Ragbri does, right? What other event? There are so many events that have this many people, right? It's yeah. not necessarily the amount of people. Yeah. There are also so many events that have this form of exercise or endurance, right? It's mm -hmm. not necessarily that. It is the idea of what other event is bringing 50,000 people to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And what are you learning about that place and what are you learning about yourself? Um, and for me, you know, I have worked at the register for eight years, so a little bit less than Kelsey and, and covered RAGBRAI every one of those years. And I think the uniqueness in RAGBRAI, it's sort of overwhelming at first, right? You walk in and it's like chicken shit bingo and, <laughs> um, you know, what crazy costumes have they rented that you can take a photo with and this whole town is out and what highlighter color shirt are they wearing? And like, it is very much a feast for the eyes, which is great for our photographers. And then if you can get someone to sort of talk to you for a minute and you can get past like, this is the best thing ever. And you mm -hmm. can get maybe question three or four where it's like, why are you doing this? You're going to find something out about that person right. that is so deep and so intimate. And it doesn't have to be a sob story. It's not a sob story all the time. Sometimes it is. Yeah. But it is just about truly finding yourself yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Well, there we go. That is that's so well said. Kind of said. says it all. Wow. That I told great. you Courtney says it really well. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's, I think that's what we do at a higher level with this podcast is that, you know, we might see somebody post something on social media like, yay, I love Ragbri. And then when you actually talk to them, you're like, oh my gosh, they have a great story. I think that really speaks to a question we get a lot, which is, why has Ragbri worked for so long? And why is it something that people can't imitate in other places? Mm. It's this the hospitality of Iowa. It's the storytelling that has existed from the very beginning. Um, and it's just all the, all of the above that Courtney and Kelsey touched upon here just a second ago. I mean, it's such a rich tapestry and it's such a personal journey uh, below that. And I think that, you know, our, our, our documentary is not about the history of Ragbri, no, but it's yeah. so important to look back at that, right? Because this was really founded by two newspaper men like ink on their hands till the day they died, newspaper men who wanted to tell stories. I mean, what what riper situation exists for a documentary? Yeah, absolutely. Like not very many. Absolutely, you know? yeah. It's obvious I'm talking to three journalism type people right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be like, yes, I like to ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's part of it too. You're exactly right. No, you're right. Exactly we do. Right. You have to, to do seven days on a bike across Iowa. You also <laughs> also must like to ride a bike. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, now I heard in that discussion the tagline of the documentary, but I want to back it up even further. The Ooh. title of the documentary. Um, I know there was a lot of conversation around it. A lot of like any other thing about Wing Ragbright. So many ideas. So much color. So much talking about it how did you land on the the name shift and what what is how does that speak to you what does that mean to you Ooh, nice. as far as yeah. ragbri so i want to thank ap for being such a deep part of the name process by the way of you know you send a document out to 20 people and actually only three people <laughs> add <laughs> names so ap thank you so yeah. much um so we we chose the name shift because it works on many levels right 
you you shift physically on a bike, yeah. um, which is great because this is about a bike ride where yeah. you have to bicycle. Yeah. Um, but the as we've been saying this whole time, the magic of ragbri is the shift that occurs within yourself. So it really works on two levels, we hope and we think. It is the physical shifting of turning that wheel over, turning those pedals over, but it is also the emotional shift that occurs when you make it all the way across Iowa. Yeah. And the tagline is? You can find yourself in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. See, I think that speaks to the name as well. Yes. Yes. And I just, I really love that. Even, and I love your point of it doesn't have to be a sob story, but it's really impactful to anyone that's riding this ride. Um, You really do. When you hit that Mississippi River, you really feel something, or at least I do. I mean, as a rider or as a crew employee who's not riding, I mean, it really, it really has, it makes an impact in your life. Oh, I'll say it. I get choked up every single time I'm riding in to the river like every single time I I might right now if we keep talking about it (laughs) it's a journey right yeah it's a journey you have to you have to both like travel in yourself from one place to another while you travel physically yeah yeah so speaking of traveling physically um you know I know but you filmed the majority and wrote the majority of this surrounding Ragbri 49 and I know we had a game plan I knew you I heard tell of your game plan and then (laughs) you just were out there working the whole ride so I want to hear a little bit more about what was the process of creating this documentary like literally boots on the ground what was it like making this documentary during the ride last year we had a crew of 10 people so that included Courtney and I and that also included a handful of former register photographers so you know when we were thinking about who we wanted to help us because we needed help ragbri is so such a big thing and we had such a large goal that we needed help and so we called in some former photographers who have also covered ragbri for many years so you know they too are experts right they know how to navigate ragbri with a camera they know you know where the interesting photos are they know all the good angles so we had a handful of photographers. We also had um, some help from some photojournalists um, from the Detroit Free Press. Um, they are part of the same company as us, so they came in and helped us. And we had also some reporters from our newsroom who were producers. Um, and we just worked together for the whole eight days to follow sort of our main characters um, and also just follow the ride and all of the fun in the ride. Um, and then ultimately, at the end, we ended up with 70 hours of footage oh, man. Wow. from that time filming. Wow. And I need to interject here because I saw you several times throughout the week. And first of all, it's mind-blowing that you can even keep up with the subjects that you're interviewing or filming or whatever because they are on a bicycle and you are probably in a vehicle or maybe you're in a golf cart. I don't know what you're in. (laughs) But you also had so much equipment on your body. Like you had multiple cameras Mm -hmm. and all kinds of different you know, I don't know. It was all kinds of gear. So speak to that. You know, we and I was in a car, but we had multiple photographers who got on bikes. Oh, wow. Uh, so that was part of how we kept up with everyone that some of the photographers were on their bikes. And the and truly the footage that we have of people on their bikes is so beautiful and so wonderful. And that's some of my favorite sort of visuals in the documentary. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a photographer, also like the trick to covering rag bright in your car is sort of you know, finding the back roads <laughs> right. and, you know, sort of like leapfrogging the ride and, and getting to the next town. And then it was also a lot of, I would get to the next town and then I would just wait 
and I would I would hold my camera up for a really long time <laughs> and I would look through the lens and just wait for the people that I was following, the people I was looking for, just hoping that I would also not miss them and that they would yeah. see me and that we would connect and then we would spend time in town together and then I would go try to find them on the route and then wow. so it's you know, it's sort of a guessing game, but And then I mean insiders tip. Uh, air tags are really oh, something oh, that we use. Yeah. Yeah. That was the trick yeah. to sort of follow our people. As long yeah. as you had phone service. Right. Yes. But it gave you an idea. Sure. sure. Oh, better sure. better than no idea. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. It's, I mean, I, I only have a little dabble in this at myself in that I'm doing social media and you get such FOMO. Like, you know, there's so much other cool stuff happening on the ride and I just it's so cool that you had that such a large team to help you and like sort of try to cover a little bit more of all that spread. I mean, and it helps to have the subjects and the plan and all that, but like, wow, it's such a big task. When you really start to think of it, you only have a glimpse of a slice. It's like a one page of a whole book that you can see at any one time. So, um, Courtney, give us a little peek into what your experience was like on the ride. Yeah. So, um, a lot of my experience happened. I mean, I was there every day. Let me just tell you that. Oh, but yeah. a lot of, it, of my experience occurred before. Um, so in about April, May 2020, we met to really start discussing this. We're fleshing out the idea. And then we're, of course, finding the people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I have read through hundreds of submissions. Thank you. Just go bike podcast land. Um <laughs> And hundreds of stories looking for the right subjects to follow this year. Um, and then did dozens of interviews to see if people, you know, had the charisma to sustain being on screen for that long of a time. And worked our way down to seven-ish people we ended up following and then four storylines that are in the final documentary. Um, so my work was really a lot of work ahead of time, finding out what our story was going to be and how much background could I give to the photographers who were then sort of taking it from there yeah. and being with yeah. these people on the ride. Yeah. You really teed them up for success. I think so. Yeah. You yeah. know, I like to think so. I just, <laughs> I mean, just, I've only seen the trailer at this point. Yeah. Obviously the premiere is about to happen, but um, just seeing the people in the documentary, it's who I want to know about. It's, I'm so intrigued to hear yes. more about yeah. these stories and it's a nice variety from my perspective of like different perspectives on the ride and different experiences of the ride. So like, well done out of you because as we all know, there are gobs of stories. Mm -hmm. There are so many stories. I mean, literally... I think Courtney was selling it short. I think there's 10,000 stories. I mean, that we receive in uh, just a document yeah. that you have to page through or like scroll through. And I mean, wow, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you waited through all of those application and all of the interviews that you did and you ended up finding your golden people. Do you want to give us, I know, you know, we've seen the trailer. So there, we have a hint as to who is in the film. Do you want to dig a tiny bit deeper and give us a little hint yeah a tiny bit because because we certainly want you to come see right. the movie um but we can tell you a little bit about the people who are in it yeah i'll courtney you know it best so okay. i'm gonna let you okay uh, <laughs> we're like looking at each other like who's gonna take it um so so the four storylines that we ended up with are three people who are writing and and one community town host leader um so we start with adam lineberry who is from mobile alabama and he represented our first time writer so he had never been on ragby before this was his first time yeah um and he suffers 
from addiction uh, to opioids, has a long history of struggling with that addiction, and has found that the only thing that really keeps him clean is bike riding. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. Um, And he hopes to use his story to fun something very exciting in the oh, future okay. i know i'm trying to trying to keep some of the the story back from you guys <laughs> but tell you a little bit enough so that is adam and he rode with his nine-year-old son liam and i love that that is also representative of people who are not from iowa who come to iowa to experience ragbri it's a large segment of our riders and it's just so special to get to share our state in this way with people mm-hmm. so i can't wait to hear more about his story or see more about his story yeah yeah um and then we have tori giffen um, who deep lovers of Ragbri probably know about. Have you featured her? Yes, yeah, she has yeah. been on the podcast. On the podcast. I'll podcast. put in the show notes um, the episode that people can link to. So uh, her son Daniel has a brain tumor, um, and he came to do Ragbri, and he was met with, with some not Iowa nice, unfortunately, yeah. but within the week it was turned around, and uh, it is the – biggest thing that has happened in both their lives is how that was turned around, how it went from a really negative experience Mm -hmm. that, again, was just not Iowa nice to something that they'll never forget and that might be one of the last things that they experienced together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Third, we have Dana. Dana Chandler, who if you don't know Dana, if you haven't featured Dana, like I am Dana's biggest fan. We (laughs) we need more (laughs) Dana in the world. Um, Dana Chandler is a, a black woman who runs the Black Girls Do Bike chapter here in Des Moines um, and who has her own story of healing through bike riding, but who also is wanting to make ragbri and cycling in general a place where people of different races and different faiths and different cultures can find themselves, right? I mean, I think we all – I don't think it is offensive to say that cycling – um, normally feels like a thin white man's game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and there are some things, some hard truth that cycling and rag has to face about itself, but then also some ways of welcoming people. So she is yeah. so much more elegantly <laughs> uh, talks about that in the documentary. Yeah. And then fourth, we are following the Lansing town leaders, um, Andrew and Ian, and they are a gay couple who are the music teachers of Alamakee County, nice. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, and they are talking about what it means to live in rural America in modern day society and how rural America can thrive through things like RAGBRAI, but also through things like taking a really hard, deep look at itself and figuring out ways to invite those that maybe had not felt invited before. So we we have three writer stories where they are looking at overcoming something during the seven days and then one town story where they are looking at how they can use this ride to really invest and move their town forward. Yeah. And I would argue that they're also overcoming sort of the stagnation of small town Iowa that can happen, mm-hmm. can and does happen. They're also uh, interesting and I love shining the light on these stories that are more common than you would think on RAGBRAI where people tend to think of Ragbri as sort of just a party drinking ride. Mm. It's so much more so than that. So much more. And yes. I think we've all seen that. And this is such a, uh, just an amazing way to showcase that to people. Yes. To the world. When you look back at uh, way back when, when you two were sitting, not at Starbucks because it was COVID times, <laughs> yes. to, you know, today we're now telling people to go buy tickets to see this movie. Do you feel like the project 
ended up the same as the vision you started? I would say pretty close. I mean, we we sort of knew we knew from the beginning that we wanted this to be, you know, we wanted this to be a story about the people on Ragbri. You know, we knew that we didn't just want this to be a historical retelling, you know. I mean, people who know Rag Ride know that, right? We know that it's a bike ride. We know that it goes across Iowa for a week. We know these things. And so we knew that we wanted it to be something more than that. And I am so proud of our product because it is so much more than that. And, you know, we knew that we wanted to sort of feature these different stories. You know, when we talked about who we would follow, we knew that we needed a first-time writer, right? We knew that we wanted to sort of feature these different kinds of people because that is also, you know, that is what Rag Ride is. Yeah. I, I feel really emotional about it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. You know, I think that two years ago, um, both personally and professionally, there was a lot of question about whether we could really do it. You know, yeah. I mean, I think we never didn't believe in ourselves. Don't get that wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, we always yeah. believed in ourselves. But will we have the time and space in the modern newspaper world to do something like this? And will people be able to trust us? Yeah. You know, yeah. to trust us to just let us film them for this long through really difficult moments in their life and through really happy moments in their life and through really silly, stupid moments that maybe, you know, you guys have been on Ragbri, you don't necessarily want to be <laughs> yeah. committed to film for the yeah. rest of your life. Um, so I think, you know, I, when I look back, I am so proud of the product and the story. I cannot wait for you guys to see it. I think it will mean something to you whether Ragbri is a deep tradition in your life or whether it is something you know nothing about. But, you know, just on the personal tip, I mean, I can't, I am so proud of us. I'm not going to look at you. I'm so proud of us <laughs> for what we've done and in the space in our lives that, that yeah. this occurred, you know? Well, you absolutely should be proud and you're just the right people to be doing this documentary. And I'm yeah. not just saying that <laughs> yes. because yes. you're my coworkers <laughs> and I've known you for so long, but like, absolutely you're the right people. And uh, I mean, kudos to you guys for having your eye on the prize the whole time. I mean, there are obviously different questions and logistics to be worked out, but it seems from my perspective, from the very start, you knew what you wanted and you went and got it. So like, congratulations on that. I think that's Thank super you. fair, you know, yeah. and, and to anybody out there, whether it is making a film or writing a book or whatever that journey is, I think a lot of times we had to look at ourselves and sort of remind ourselves that we knew what the heck we were doing and we had the story, right? Yeah. I mean, I think in the case of a documentary and in the case of something like Ragbri where lots of people are very invested, people are apt to come up to you and let you know what they think this should be. How you remain grounded in your compass is the key to success. Yep. And and it's hard. It's hard. I think especially being a woman, it is hard to re firm yourself all of the time yeah. um and and thank god we had each other to just keep doing that to yeah. keep doing that to say you know no this is the right thing yeah i love it and i can already i'm getting a lot of feels from this conversation and it makes me also feel that when when i watch this documentary yes i love cycling so it's a movie about cycling but man it is so much more like i am I'm invested right now into learning more about these people that you showcase. So thank you for that. Thank you. And I mean, that was part of our goal, right? It's not just for people who love Rag Ride, though it is. It's not just for cyclists, though it is. It's not just for Iowa fans, though it is. It is for people who have grown or overcome something in their life. And I think that's 
quite literally everyone, yeah. whether it's small or whether it's big. Yeah. I'm going to be bringing a, like a whole box of tissues and putting them in my pocket <laughs> for the premiere. <laughs> like I'm going to need them. You so, will, no but shame. it's also very funny. Yeah. It is also very, very funny because you can't go to Ragbri and not smile, right? Yeah. I mean, you cannot sure. go to yeah. Ragbri and not love and enjoy and find yourself in this really beautiful moment. So, yeah. um, you know, growth and overcoming is, is difficult and sad sometimes, but it is also really hopeful and joyful. And so we think you're going to leave the theater feeling that. Yeah. Feeling joy. So you, you know, you gave us a tiny bit of inside scoop in, in telling us about the characters. Um, any inside scoop you want to tell us, like maybe a favorite part or something silly or serious something, a little nugget? No, maybe. It's like, how do I say it without ruining it? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like that's the thing. Um, Maybe we should take a tip from Marvel and just be like, we say absolutely nothing. Oh, I will say that the video is beautiful. So if you want to talk a little bit about some of that. Yeah. I mean, I will also say that for people that have done Ragbri, like there are many little things that you're going to see and sort of know and recognize. You know, there are people, I mean, there are people who are on the ride every year that, you know, are like wearing a certain like jersey. Or you know, there's going to be like teams and people and faces and things that are on the ride that you're going to recognize, which is something I really like about the film. I yeah. feel like for people who are on Ragbri every year or often or really know the Ragbri universe, like it's going to feel it's going to feel very familiar. Like yeah. when I see it, I see the things that I see every year. Yeah. So um, many Easter eggs. So, so many. many there are some that I just love. Oh, <laughs> There's some where I... I'm like, I put this piece of film here and uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you know, you know, and it's, it's really good. Yeah. And we and love, we love Easter eggs. Yeah. I'm going to, maybe I'll bring a little pad and paper and like try to note some down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ooh, did you see? Ooh, did you see? Cause I don't want to talk during the, the uh, film premiere. So I want to, you know, but you know I'm going to want to make some notes on that. Yeah. Yeah. For future reference. Yeah. Okay, so let's just say, you know, I'm in Des Moines, I get to go see the premiere. I am so excited. I tell all my friends about it. Will there be other opportunities in the future to see this film? Yes, and I guess we we also left out a little piece of information which is the subjects of the film will be at the premiere. Ooh. So not only do you get to watch the film and meet Kelsey and I, the subjects, most of the subjects if not all will be there as well. Celebrity alert. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So bring you'll bring you'll have your notepad and pen. I may borrow a piece so I can get some autographs. Um The Varsity Theater, which is a beautiful resort cinema here in Des Moines, um, is celebrating Bike to the the Movies month in May. So the documentary will play through the month of May, if not longer. Um, And we do hope you get out into that beautiful Iowa sunshine, hit up some of our trails, some of our breweries, and and then go see a movie to take a little break. Maybe we should bike to the the premiere i would love that yeah <laughs> okay actually, actually. <laughs> i'm sold yeah you know me i'm, I'm saying no more yeah <laughs> so uh for sure the varsity theater um we have a partnership with iowa pbs and it will be shown on iowa pbs nice um and then we are hoping to find larger distribution work with other theaters to show this film and make sure the message is has a broad distribution. So if that is you out there in podcast land, please let us know at ragbridoc at gannett.com. Um, but much more to come on that front. For now, yeah. we're just super excited about May 4th and about the varsity showing it for the rest of the yeah. month. Good. I can't wait to see. And well, I'm sure we'll check back in on the podcast in the future as we get more details about when and where this documentary is going to be shown so that you can come and take a look. 
Yes. And like uh, AP and I mentioned in the intro, um, the website to go to to find the trailer and more information about getting tickets. Um, Kelsey also mentioned where to go. But you can just like Google shift documentary <laughs> right. and see the trailer you, you know. right now. <laughs> you know what? You could just do that. It's yeah. amazing how many things you can discover Isn't just that by crazy? Googling. I know. It's, yeah. It's really crazy. And we, uh, AP and I did a presentation at Iowa State, Go Cyclones. Ew. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Go come stay. on. Mike Bry's going to be in Ames. Go clones. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was a great campus. It was very beautiful. But uh, we showed the trailer during yeah. the presentation, and it we got, like, there was some crowd laughter on some of the points. So yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're, yeah. we're so excited about the reaction, um, and we hope it's just, a, it's just a little taste. I mean, there's so much more beauty, rag bright Easter eggs, stories. Um, we're just so excited. Yeah. So excited to show it to the world. Uh, during Ragbri, also, you will definitely be able to see the documentary again at the varsity. They oh, will bring nice. it back while Ragbri is in Des Moines. So that is also something to put on the radar. Yeah. And do you know if they have air conditioning? Because that might be a, a selling I, point in July. I would guess. They do. They yeah. do. They yeah. absolutely have air conditioning. And it's one of those theaters that has booze. Hey. So, oh, know. I love it. And if you are vaguely familiar with the Des Moines area, the Varsity Theater is located just off of the Drake University campus. Okay. So there's all sorts of cool things to see and do in that area. So you can kind of make an afternoon of it. You know, go see the movie, go to the uh, restaurant, go to have a drink somewhere. Just make an afternoon of it and really enjoy um, the documentary and the surrounding area in Des Moines. So for those Ragbri riders out there that know for sure they cannot make it to Des Moines on May 4th, at least there's one other opportunity they can see it at the same theater that the premiere was at. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. It oh was my gosh, a, this is awesome. It was a delight to have last year talking where it was just a concept and just sort of like in the motion. And now here it is ready to be premiered. And it's just so exciting to have you here with us on the bookends of, well, probably beginning and middle of this documentary journey. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. I yeah. mean, we hope there is so much more moving forward. Yeah. So there's a chance the next time all four of us are together, we'll be on the red carpet. Oh. Right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, con- congratulations to you and all of the team that went into putting this film together. Um, I can speak for, I'm going to speak for all of the Ragbear Riders. We are so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!